We are one, we are love, and we're all woven together. Hi friends, welcome back to the Woven in Truth podcast. I'm Mallory Meltrepose. Thank you so much for joining us. My beautiful friend Emma Walker is co-hosting today. So excited to be here with you. Oh, yes. Well, we have a really special episode for all of our listeners. Um, our amazing friend, Patty Assad, is here from Dallas, Texas. Patty, Ooh. thank you for being on the podcast today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for the opportunity. Oh, well, we're really excited. You look great in those pink headphones, by the way. <laughs> um, so, yes, you are from Dallas, Texas. Did you grow up in Texas? Um, no, I have extended family there. Okay. But there's this bumper sticker that says, I wasn't born in Texas, but I got there as soon as I could. That's <laughs> oh. <how> I <laughs> so you love it. That sounds so Texas. It and is. I love it. It is. <laughs> well, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, now, we were talking about some like fun facts about you earlier, and you told us you wrote for a humor column. Is that correct? Yeah, I did that for a couple of years. It was so fun. It was for a... Um, a chain of suburban papers. Okay. And I would just sit at my computer and laugh. Make all yourself day. laugh. It was such an outlet. <laughs> wow. I loved doing it. That's awesome. What yeah, a job. that's great. I know. I want to like find these and read these. I'm sure they're amazing. Yeah. Um, but that's great. And uh, we're so excited you're here. So, what are you going to talk about today? What's your topic for the podcast? Well, I wanted to talk about just what to do when you're dealing with something you just never in a million years thought you'd have to deal mm. with. And how how God has used these things to help me overcome fears in a deeper way. Wow. Wow. No, that's huge and that's mm -hmm. crucial. If we're not in that stage now, we're going to be at some point. And I think we always deal with new levels of fear. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm so excited to hear kind of what your journey's been with that, but also kind of what your spiritual encouragement is for us in those times. So yeah, yeah please jump in. Go ahead. Okay. Well, um, a few years ago, well, let me tell you a little bit about my family. I have two sons, they're 29 and, and 27, and growing up, I just felt like I was the most blessed mom. We had so much fun together, mm -hmm. even the teenage years. You know, they'd both gotten baptized in the church, and how I remember it is we'd be having dinner together, and we're laughing so hard. It, it's hard for someone to even pr say the prayer to bless the food because right. we're just right. having so much fun and party. laughing so yeah. hard. Yeah. And I just loved it. But then um, my younger son, when he went away to college, he started having some struggles and ended up walking away from God. And just through a series of events, um, first he played college rugby and wow. while he was playing rugby he had some injuries and mm -hmm. they gave him opiates to deal with the pain mm -hmm. and he ended up just loving them mm -hmm. and it never in a million years occurred to me that he might struggle with something like that right. and so he had we didn't realize this either when you think about it as a mom, he had said, he would tell me something, well, I didn't sleep well last night. It does not make red alarms go off in your head. No, not at all. But he was dealing with anxiety on a level we had no clue. He would go days without sleeping. Wow. And wow. so then he would take these opiates and he'd start to feel better. Right. And he got hooked on them. Yeah. And of course, we didn't know this. Well, that gets really, really expensive. Uh -huh. And finally a friend said to him well not really a friend but he was like you know you can get high on heroin for just 10 bucks wow wow and he became a heroin addict 
and we found this out a few years ago, and it has been the most intense thing ever. Never in a million years did I think I was going to be the mother of a heroin addict. Mm -hmm. And for what it's worth, we're not out of the woods now, but he's really trying, and he's okay with me sharing this. I wouldn't be sitting here sharing all this if he hadn't given me his permission. But what had happened a few years ago, okay, as soon as we found out, we had him in rehab so fast it would make your head spin. Mm -hmm. And he he, that helped some, but then a, a few months later, he relapsed, and he's living, we're living in Dallas, he's in Austin, and it was just the scariest thing ever. Over the next couple of years, he's had, I mean, it's pe- friends he had in rehab, people he's met different places, he's had nine friends and acquaintances die. So a few years ago, I mean, my stress level was just reaching these huge proportions. I was feeling like it was hard to even function because I was just so afraid my son was going to die. And I'm so glad I was open. And it was in a discipleship group of women uh, from all over the world. And it was so funny. Someone starts a conversation off and they go, well, how's everyone doing in their faith? And I thought, well, I'll just tell you. I mean, I try not (laughs) to dominate. Yeah. Yeah. Dominate the whole um, conversation, but I'm so grateful now that I did because a friend of mine, we talk all the time, but she had just been reading that week, we both always looked at it like when we go through hard times, what we need to do is just think of the worst case scenario and pray through that mm-hmm. where we're okay. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In a situation like this, you know, I was never going to be okay with Grant dying. Right. I mean, that's just right. not something I could work Absolutely. through ahead of time. Yeah. And my friend was telling me about this book she just read that said, don't do that, that we got to trust that in the moment, God will give us whatever we need. Yeah. And I realized I had to stop all the what ifing. Uh, yeah. And my entire life, I had been asking the wrong questions. There's this quote by C.S. Lewis that I just love, where he says, we are not necessarily doubting that God will do what's best for us. We are wondering how painful the best will turn out to be. Right. Wow. And That's so true. I realized for years and years, I'd been asking all the wrong questions. Right. And I was able to really put it aside and be at peace. Just trust God with something this huge. And I I realized, and I've seen it in even smaller areas, I've just had to learn how to turn off the, well, what if this happens? What am I going to do if Mm -hmm. that happens? It has been amazing that in spite of all this, the peace God has given me with it. And God has just used this. I mean, this isn't something I want to be going through or... You know, like I said before, that I ever thought I would be going right. through. But God has used it to teach me faith lessons that I don't think I could have learned any other way. And it's taught, my husband's name is Todd, and it's taught us so much just about compassion and, and loving unconditionally. Right. Like, I had never really been exposed that much to the whole world of addiction. Right. And this is so wrong. But for years, I think I looked at it kind of like, wow, those dirty drug addicts, they shouldn't have started it to begin with. Mm -hmm. And I think about how much God has changed our hearts. It's kind of funny. About a year or two ago, I 
I came into the kitchen and there are all these baked goods laying on the counter and I hadn't baked them. Yeah. And and they're wrapped in plastic wrap and all this. I'm like, Todd, what is this? And he goes, Oh, I was out today and I saw this bake sale. It was for a drug rehab center and I just had to support him. So oh, he my bought goodness. all the bake sale. Yeah. Wow. And so he bought all this stuff just to support him. And oh, wow. I think about just how much God has helped us with compassion. Wow. We can relate to things. Mm-hmm. We never thought we would be able to or really wanted to, but it's been yeah. really good. And I'm grateful for these lessons God has taught me that I don't think I could have learned in any other way. Wow. And there's a scripture I think of. I just love the imagery. And it's in Hosea chapter 11. And it's God talking here. It's Hosea 11, 3 through 4. It says, I was who taught Ephraim to walk, taking them by the arms, but they didn't realize it was I who healed them. I led them with cords of human kindness, with ties of love. I lifted the yoke from their neck and bent down to feed them. And I just love the imagery of like I'm just a little child and I'm holding my arms up and God is holding my hands mm-hmm. and just leading us through this. Um, I'm not glad this has happened, right? But I don't think I would trade these faith lessons wow. and what it's done wow. for my relationship with God for anything. I mean, even with all this going on, and he's making progress. I mean, it's not like there's no hope here. Um, And he always wants me to include, he is studying the Bible right now. That's great. um, But God has just gently led me by the hand to trust him more, and I wouldn't trade that for anything. Wow. That's so inspiring. I mean, obviously our hearts are are just go out to you. I can't... Like, as a mom of just a two-year-old, I can't imagine what that's been like in that process Mm -hmm. for you. But I just so appreciate your perspective on it Mm -hmm. and your trust in God and in his promises. Um, You had mentioned, like, you had to stop what-ifing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, And I think that's something I really – it just stuck out to me because I think we do this a lot. And you said we have to stop asking the wrong questions, right? Um, What are – what are some identifiers that maybe we are still in that spot? Like, what are some of those questions maybe that can help us identify, okay, maybe I'm looking at this the wrong way? Well, what I think of is just going back to that C.S. Lewis quote, because I always, I trust God, right. usually. <laughs> right. And, but then I think, well, I think I do. But yeah. then I think, but what if he lets this happen? Right. What if mm-hmm. he lets that happen? And, you know, with Grant, I think, what about his future? Yeah. What's he going to be able to do? Is this going to affect his view? And I just have to shut that down. Yeah. And it's been amazing because I've been able to stop myself in my tracks and really change some unhealthy ways I had of thinking Mm -hmm. that kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop type mentality. And I think that would probably be another indicator that we're not being as faithful as we'd like to be. Totally. Totally. Wow. Yeah. Patty, thank you so much for sharing your heart. You're life is very inspiring. Um, I just had a question kind of about our mindset of pain or fear. Because I think for me, I can look at my life where I am right now. And I know there's a place that God wants me to take it to be at. And a part of me is afraid of what it's going to take to get there. Mm -hmm. Like what is going to be in my path Mm -hmm. that might be painful or hard. And I don't want to look at that in fear. So I'm wondering if you have any 
mindset change or anything that's helped you look at that differently? You know, I can only say that in hindsight, looking back mm. on it. Right. Like, I would say I'm more joyful and more at peace now wow. than even yeah. before all this happened. I mean, I have my moments where something bad might happen, and I, I'm kind of in a hole for a few days. But it's been amazing what God has done. And about all I can say is it's so worth it. But, yeah, a few years ago, I was praying prayers like, God, please help me to really learn to get my joy from you my security from you and to be focused on you all day long and because you know we say that to you well let's get our joy from god and yeah what does that that mean what does that (laughs) look like like, thanks sister yeah yeah i feel like god has really taught me this i mean i've been in some real low places but it's amazing what desperation can do right it's kind of funny now i'm not real musical and I never liked Christian radio. Uh-huh. And I'm not here to say you have to listen to Christian radio or anything. <laughs> but I was just, I liked pop. And I was always listening to something. And then sometimes it was just so bad I had to turn it off. Well, um, I got so desperate with all uh-huh. of this that I, I started listening. I mean, always before I'd looked at Christian radio, I try to make myself, I think I'm a disciple, I should listen to this. <laughs> and it was just an exercise in self-denial is all it was. And then, uh, but then when I've been so desperate, I mean, it can be, I listen to it all the time. I can't wait to get in the car and turn it on. It can be even some sappy Jesus is my boyfriend type song. (laughs) And and I'll be sitting there in the the car like, yes, yes. (laughs) But my point is not to listen to Christian radio, but just God has changed my heart Uh so much and just used it to make me so much more aware of him that... Mm -hmm. I'm not glad it's happened, but I, it's been worth it. Yeah, I mean, to, absolutely. To take my relationship with God and my faith to a new depth. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I think that's amazing, and it's it's helpful for me to be able to look at you and look at your life and just imitate that. When if you're saying it's retrospective, where you're looking back and you're seeing growth, so I can be able to look at you and say, okay, I'm going to take what she's teaching and be joyful and look at God in these ways. So. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I wanted to see, too, if you could speak to, like, there's even a lot of scriptures that say, like, do not be afraid. And I always feel like, okay, but how? You know what I mean? Like, I want to not be afraid. I want to trust God, but I can't stop being anxious about this or worried about this. So maybe for our listeners that are in some of these seasons of fear, um, what would you say, like, in taking thoughts captive, you know what I mean, like, and making them obedient to God, would you, do you have any tips for them or, or good things to reflect on or think about, um, mm-hmm. anything like that? Sure. I'll give another really specific example. I think because I've been learning this and kind of with what we've been going through, I've just had this constant low level of stress. Yeah. And fears are like bunnies, and if we don't deal with the root, yeah, they just multiply. Right. And what had happened, this was last year in March, I was speaking at a a workshop in in Seattle, and I also have health problems. Mm -hmm. I've been diagnosed with lupus, and most evening I'm running a fever. Wow. And it was cold in the room, and I started to have chills, and I'm speaking, and I started to just shake uncontrollably. And I borrowed someone's coat. The lesson went fine. 
I let that really mess with my head. I mean, it's weird how fears can just get in there. And I started thinking, okay, am I too old to do this? Am I too sick to do this? Do I need to just quit speaking? Do I just need to go retire? Do I need to go on disability? I mean, I'm thinking these, all these negative thoughts. And then the next few times I was speaking, I do a lot of speaking. I was speaking at a women's day and I always put a whole lot of pressure on myself for those because I um, know how much goes into them. And I was having all these horrible, I was just losing it beforehand. The the women's day went fine, but ahead of time I'm thinking, what if I get up there and blank out? Right. What if I start shaking again? Because I, that situation where I started shaking just it just kind of blossomed right. from there and what really helped was I finally realized even in the smaller areas like with the speaking I could not what if right like what right. if I blank out what if I don't do a good job right. what if I you know start to shake no just stop it and once I was able to identify my bad thought patterns I really was able to quit it and I've been mm-hmm. totally at peace about once I figured that out wow speaking sense so some of it's just identifying the thought pattern I think and so. then being intentional because I do think we have some control we don't I don't think I have control over everything that pops into my head but I do feel like I have control of what I let myself dwell on yeah. So it sounds like you're saying like if you if you're picking up these unhealthy patterns, that's when you have to start being more intentional and focused. And, and I didn't do this all on my own. I've yeah. been talking to any of my friends that'll listen. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and they've helped me see some yeah. of these patterns and yeah. of course praying about it. Right. Not to be this way. And I think that's why right. God's given me a victory. Right. So. Well, amen. Well, I think that's really helpful and practical. Um, I just had one more question with fear. Do you think or how would you think about being fearful and still wanting to pursue something for God? Like, how can we find that balance between not letting fear control us and stop us, but taking that and still going forward, still doing something for God, saying hi to this person you've never met, or um, something like that? I have to just pray about it and make mm-hmm. myself do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll tell you the truth here. When I got, I had a really busy weekend. When I got a, saw the email about this podcast, it ruined my day. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew I should do it. Oh, I did. Pardon me, why I melt? <laughs> I just didn't want to. I mean, we're. I mean here at a conference and I didn't want to have to think about it and and just didn't want to but Uh I and it again I I wouldn't say I have fears all conquered I thought I've never done a podcast I don't know how to do a podcast I don't want to do a podcast (laughs) and but then I I mean my husband was like I think it's a great idea and you should do it thanks Todd thank you for him yes you know I made faces at him and um but anyway I knew I should just know go ahead and commit and do it and Mm -hmm. then God would work out the rest. <laughs> Amen. Oh, well, he's definitely working. Yeah. I love the quote. I, I mean, it's referenced a lot in like sermons or different things, but it's courage is not the absence of fear, rather the judgment that something is more important than mm. fear. The brave may not live forever, but the cautious do not live at all. Wow. I love that. Perfect. Yeah. I think that's so true spiritually because we mm-hmm. could get through life spiritually just trying to build a bubble around ourselves, our families, our circumstances. and Yeah. And then we're not really living. We're not advancing. We're not growing. We're not so deepening true. our faith. And that's why yeah. I just love is even your your perspective and even the gratitude of, of the suffering, the trauma you yes. you and your family have mm-hmm. been through. It's like the the fact that you're saying that that's deepened your faith and your trust and your 
understanding of, you know what I mean, God. And I just think it's amazing that you already have that perspective and you're not even on the necessarily completely other side of it. You know what I mean? Like, I just love I do that. look forward to that. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> totally. Absolutely. Well, we are with you, heart and soul, in that. And we just thank really appreciate you. your time yes, and thank your you, thoughts Patty. and that and your self-denial in doing the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, I just really appreciate you, admire you. Thank you so much for doing oh, this. Thank you for having me. We really appreciate it. To everybody who listened, uh, we're also with you guys, heart and soul. I know some of you might be in a stage of fear, of worry, of consuming fear, maybe even too, or these situations are just out of your control. And our heart and prayer is just that you continue to feel inspired and encouraged by God, by his word, by his working in your life and in your circumstances. So thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll catch you next time on the podcast.